Hey folks, welcome back to Almond Milk Records Podcast. I am your co-host, Grant Hildy. And I'm your other co-host, Ellie Erickson. All right. How you doing, Ellie? <laughs> <laughs> we did this once before. We need some audio issues. Um, but, um as I've previously stated, <laughs> I'm doing pretty she's well. She's stressed. She's stressed, stressed out though. Yeah. Yeah. Took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, how'd I know? crazy all right well we got a couple good things for you today oh yeah first of all ellie's got a little ellie's got a little surprise that's what i'd call it (laughs) first off what i want to mention is we are doing spotify playlists for every podcast so you can follow along maybe get a sneak peek of what songs we're going to be talking about in that podcast Or if you haven't listened to these songs before, then you're able to. I feel like we'll talk about a lot of obviously popular artists because everyone knows them, but we're hoping it won't end up as just a playlist of popular songs. So hopefully it'll be some obscure things that you haven't heard either. And it can, you know, get you into some other stuff. We say that as I'm going to be mentioning like the most just iconic and like basic artists today. Because today's topic is about solid 10 albums. Yeah, solid 10 albums. And we didn't prepare them, so it's going to be a domer. On my Spotify right now, it says that you're listening to When Gods Cry by Matt Burton. You're right. I was right before you called. It's quite a sad song. It is. Just a very... It's in my playlist. So, okay, who wants to go first? I have one ready. You go. This is bold. I'm going Die For My Bitch by Baby Keem. I have been in love with the album ever since I heard it. It's so good. It's been out for like a year, so I feel like I can give it that, you know? Yeah. So when did you start listening to it? Probably in the winter, last winter. Yeah. It came out last summer, but I don't think I knew who Baby Keem was until at least maybe early 2020. Yeah, I was going to say, I obviously am not, like, as into up-and-coming artists as you are. You find artists, like, way before I've even heard their name um, or anything like that. But I will say that I heard Baby Keem for the first time in, like, February or something like Mm -hmm. that. And that was, like, the first that I started listening to him. But that's a solid, solid album. It's interesting people already call him um, – some people think he's like – like obviously Kendrick's worked with him and like I th- he made reference tracks for him. Yeah. So there's certain people that think it's kind of like that's Kendrick's outlet of being like – because Kendrick's already got himself in such a like little stitch. Uh, Kendrick couldn't come out with like an album of like upbeat party songs or his fans would be like, what the fuck? Like – Where's Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst, like all, or like, you know, all this shit. So like, it's kind of like, I feel like he looks at that as like, like obviously Baby King makes his own music, but he's kind of like, if he wants to make a reference track, like have fun and be like, here, like run with this. I can't fucking put it out. Like this isn't me, but he just kind of wants to do something like that. I feel like that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's dope. I've never even thought about it like that. Like I knew that they were cousins and I knew that they worked together a lot, but I mean, you're right. I think they should make a song together. Or, like, they should make, like, a little project together. I feel like they could, like, find a medium in their music 
Because like you obviously their sounds would sound good together. They just don't make music about the same things. Yeah. I but like maybe that's why they're not making music together. Like if we're gonna talk about people that would, I feel like it would be pretty easy to put uh EP together or something like that. Um like Kendrick and Baby Keem, those are your those are your homies to do that with. But I just don't think that like the reason why it hasn't been done yet is either because it's in the works or it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's true, and it would help Baby Keem a lot. He's doing well, but you know. Yeah, but maybe Kendrick's like I don't want to stoop down to like that kind of new age rap. Like, I don't even mean stoop down. I just mean like go in that direction. Like maybe he right his music. He's just like no, I have a thing going for me. I'm yeah. gonna keep going with this sound like i don't want to lose yeah fans or something from or lose respect from fans for like switching up my direction so much right no i feel okay well you got a 10 for yeah. us yeah i'm gonna go a completely opposite direction and, and hit you with this old dog by mac demarco that, that is the yellow is one the right? white and yellow one i think i've heard half the songs i think Everything I've heard from it's great. Yeah. I but. think that I have told you so many times in your life to listen to this album all the way through. I've even told you to take my vinyl and listen to it. Um, but I truly, truly recommend that you do that. It's so good. Okay. Every song is just like so meaningful and it's it's definitely not one of those songs that or those albums that you can listen to from front to start and there's a storyline from the very <clears throat> front to like the very end of it or at least like I don't see it other than it's about his dad. I mean the first song is called My Old Man and then the last song is called Watching Him Fade Away. He's talking about his dad and then watching him disappear from his life and so I don't think that like there's a wow. <laughs> I guess in like doing homework or something I don't know I listen to music 24 hours a day so I can't even put you in a situation into yeah is um is Moonlight on the River a good song I just it's a cool name and it's seven minutes I long. think it's really cool I think every song on this album is just an absolute 10 because you gave it a 10 yeah, for a reason like part of this album is just like so Perfect. The album artwork on it. Are you kidding me? Like, all the doodles I think are just so freaking cool. Yeah. Um, but that—that's been my favorite Max Marco album. Everything that he puts out, I think, has beauty in its own way, or is just like so interesting. But I mean, this is just my like by far favorite album that he's put together. Cool. You're up, kid. As my second one, I'm going with Watching Movies with the Sound Off by Mac Miller. Yep, I see it. I see it. You see it? That's kind of also on par with, um, you know, Mac DeMarco making that about his dad. I know he, I don't, this album wasn't necessarily for his friend, but his, I know his friend had, he was like one of his best friends had just died. And I feel like, because this is when Mac Miller's music changed from his happy-go-lucky just rapping about smoking and shit like that. And then it turned almost Yeah, I was going to say, definitely darker. Yeah, because it's like, like literally the first song, The Star Room, is just like 
trapped inside my mind. Like I feel like I'm in purgatory, like all this shit, like, and it's, which I love when artists are willing to show us their demons, you know, talk about shit like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely attend to me. His best album. Not as I wouldn't even say it's his best album. It's my favorite album by him. I think he's, he has better albums, but yeah, I love that album. I honestly can say that I didn't get into it as much. Started hanging out with you and you like introduced me a lot more to this album and introduced me to Larry Lovestein. <laughs> um, yeah. I knew that he had Great yes, artist right I knew there. that he had um that called when an artist like comes up with a name, like a stage name, persona, I guess, like just like oh, alter egos, egos yeah, but there it is. Yeah, I knew he has Larry Fisherman, Mac Miller, Delusional Thomas, Larry Lovestein. Maybe that's it. I think that's it. I haven't really gotten into this album that much, and then you were talking about it a lot with me and just telling me how amazing it was, and I was like, okay, yeah, I really need to check that. <laughs> I really need to check that out more. Um, duplexes inside of duplexes. Or inside of complexes and duplexes. One of my favorite songs, and I, I, every time I try to say it, I fuck up the name of it's the song. A tongue twister. Something inside of something inside yeah. of something. But they yeah. sampled Strawberry Fields by the Beatles in that song. Like, that has to be just so iconic. I don't know anyone yeah, who has cool. sampled the Beatles, honestly, in a song and made it sound really really good maybe just nothing's coming to my mind right now the song is no for sure just so amazing also his features yeah. on that album i'm like oh tyler yeah. even the fucking um on suplexes um j electronica which he didn't get credit but i don't i don't really know why but that is an insane it's one of the craziest verses i've ever heard this yeah. decade is j electronica's on that but yeah and- even like Action Bronson, that's just really like cool. The the people that he got for that, it speaks volumes for the album. I, I feel like every single yeah. one of those artists have a little bit of a dark side, and so bringing them together in like one place and having it show like Mac Miller's dark side, I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's dope. Love it. Okay, you're up. Okay, I'm either gonna get praise for this or hate for this i don't think that it's tyler the creator's only 10 album but i think that flower boy is a 10 album but i thought you were gonna say wolf i mean (laughs) i don't know i go back and forth with wolf um i don't think personally that cherry bomb is a 10 album i think that it has 10 songs on it I just don't think that the album as a whole is a 10, um, absolute 10 album, but we're not talking about what no, albums it's, are not. It's, we're yeah. talking about what albums are, and I think that Flower Boy is a 10 album. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. I not something I visit, like, okay, definitely listen like a decent amount of the songs. Wouldn't put it below a nine, personally. So it, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Also helping Rex get up, who turned into like, you know, quite a large artist. Yeah. But not only you know. Rex, I mean, Kaliuchi's was already like pretty big before, but 
that his like hit song of See You Again with her really, really helped her gain credit. Yeah, um, totally. And then I also think I compare a lot of things to the fashion industry, and I think that Flower Boy was one of the first albums that Tyler really showed his feminine side to the world. And from this album on, I think that his clothing has gotten like a little bit more feminine or with his color palette, he's gotten like a little bit more feminine. And then soon after the release of this, he was able to come out to the world as either gay or bi. I don't really know. But um, just being able to like show that huge transformation of being so inclusive and just like not wanting to share with the world because who knows why maybe it was because he was afraid of what his fans would think or people would discredit him or he would lose fans whatever whatever um he was able to like break through from that and you can tell in this album that he was really transitioning in his music career and Doing something that he really approved of and really loved. Also, it tells a story, and I love albums that tell a story. And that you can listen to all the way through and just, like, hear the cohesiveness. Uh-huh. No, I feel that. I will go with... It came out this year. It's kind of bold. Um, Tragedy by Snot. Let me give you, like... Because this is a little different. Like, you know, it has like two features on the whole album. Um, not obviously, you know, not a huge artist. Um, one of those like albums, like the reason I think, okay, not the only reason. One of the reasons Blonde and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy to me are like two of the greatest albums ever are because since they've been out at different times, I've never like not listened to them but my favorite songs have evolved and it's always been like different songs. And that's happened with like six songs in this album where like, I'll just like love one song. And then the next song that I'm like really into is still in that same album, just a different song. Yeah. Which is like kind of insane. Kind of a hard album to talk about, but it's, um, you know, he's a good songwriter for being so young and it being his first album. And, uh, Whoever makes his beats is f- just absolutely insane. Like the Gosha beat is, that's nuts. Does but, he make um, his own beats? He could. Um, I'm not really sure, but I know he didn't make the intro, you know, which was one of my favorite songs for a yeah. long time. So I'm not really sure, but no matter, you know, great beats, good songwriting, incredible album. So. I truly believe that Malibu by Anderson Pack is a 10 oh, album. It's a good one. I keep coming back to that album, and it's the same thing that you were just talking about, saying that um, Snot's album, you've come back to different songs and they've became your favorite song. I'm doing that with Malibu, and I've been doing it since 2016, so... I've definitely also had at least three songs, maybe four on that album be like my favorite song at one point. So I, I would agree with you there. It's great, great album. 
his fucking um i feel like more so than most of his other albums his rap ability really like shows like not on a s- certain songs like heart don't stand a chance was definitely one of my favorite songs for a while obviously doesn't really <laughs> rap in it but um season carry me that was like the first song that really made me love anderson pack and man he can fucking yeah very well it's kind of funny because when yeah. i first discovered this album i was going through a very like jazzy kind of time in my life it was th- i didn't even like think of anderson pack as like a big rapper until i uh-huh. started listening to this album all the way through because i mean i had heard hard don't stand a chance i had heard lightweight or the waters like one of those songs where he raps on it a little bit but you know you wouldn't like listen to it and be like oh yeah like he's a full-blown rapper like no he's very versatile and can do more than just rapping but then i had found out that he was on xxl and i was like what the this guy like started as like in a like rapper like that was his title he was like an american rapper not like i don't know right sure I feel like that was also one of the first things I heard from him. I heard like Hard Don't Stand a Chance and then Room in Here was definitely one of the first ones and like loved him. And then his XXL freestyle was honestly not very oh, good. No. But I feel like it's just not his. He has that like such a distinct voice that when you hear it like in a cypher kind of situation with like other rappers, you're like, like, huh, like that. This is, this is weird. Yeah, maybe I was too young. I just I feel like he didn't really kill it, though. Yeah. Hate the fact that I just said that. Making my internal organs shrivel up. But Uh I will say that I also saw this album at Camp Flogna. I think that my soul left my body and then it appeared back on the stage. I fell in love with this album even harder. He is such an amazing performer live. Like, so drop dead amazing that that also helped carry the album for me but just i was sitting there i didn't blink once for an hour and a half as his set was going on and knew little to nothing about him then when i heard this album um i've and watched him then i was like "Mm, so you're the greatest musician alive (laughs) yeah he's got to be up there at this point it's one of the only people you could like compare not that you can compare anyone to frank ocean but you could you know because his discography is so good already you could be up there with him it's just so extensive too though i just think that um malibu is a 10 <laughs> that was my I main agree. point <laughs> that was the main point i know i mean we justified everyone, so we, you know, it's fair. Okay, my turn. turn. I'm going, switching vibes, going Seven and Mary by Rainbow Kitten Surprise. I almost did that. I I was staring at really? the album, and I was like, am I just being way too massive right now? Like, can I just not? And then I decided against it. Do you think it's a 10? If it's not a 10, it's very close. Okay. I just... There's 11 songs 
and I literally like love like and I don't I don't mean that lightly. I love Mr. Redundant, First Class, Devil Like Me, All That and More, Hey Pretty Mama, and Black and White. Fucking seventy five percent of the album. Huge. So, yeah, and like the other songs I like. There's like seven songs in that album that are probably in my top 100 and some songs ever so incredible album also just that album is super acoustic and still so it's like it reminds me of for emma forever ago how it was so simple but like so good yeah like they, they didn't need to do a bunch and it just was such good music so yeah i think that's really cool Okay, that's four for me, three for you. Raw Honey by Drug Dealer. Interesting. It's only nine songs long, so it's even shorter than um, Rainbow Can Surprise. Every single, there's literally one song where it's just a car, like it's someone like sitting in a car and it's raining out and they leave the door open so you can hear the rain. And you can hear the, like, car thing, close the door type thing. It's, I I don't even know why, but I just love that. <laughs> okay. I don't think you've ever told me that. Missing out. Have you? I, when I heard this album, <laughs> I was so obsessed with it. I okay. Hang played on the for entire a second. thing, like, a hundred times. Who? have to understand i've never i don't really get mad (laughs) but i'm mad that's exactly (laughs) what i like rain's my favorite thing in the world also music when people put rain that's so cool why haven't you showed me i I have played this these this artist so many times and like this is my favorite album by them so this album more than anything and you always say who is this led zeppelin and i'm like yes (laughs) they sound like they're an older band but this album came out in 2019 like they are from this time period yes is this i'm like are you kidding me do you know who led zeppelin is lost in my dream sounds really cool i just started clicking through the songs to find the rain one um okay i'm gonna go listen to it tonight i recommend added it to my library and it will be added to the playlist (laughs) as well so you guys can go fucking hear the really cool rain thing that i haven't heard yet in my life so or you have you just Um, um felt the need to cross it out because you thought it was led zeppelin why would i cross out something just because it's led zeppelin or maybe you just All weren't right. paying attention no, no. because you're like, eh, it sounds like an old band. Like, that's not my ish. Like, brain turned off. Okay, I don't not like old bands. I like Bob Dylan. You hate his voice, though. You can't like Bob Dylan no, and then no. hate his voice and only listen to covers. When have I ever said I hate his voice? I Okay, I really... A cover of his song is one of my favorites. It's the only cover I listen There's to. There's two. The Post Malone one and the Marky Basie one. Yeah, you got a point there. But um, I also listened to the – I don't – I'll admit it. I don't like the original um, Shelter from the Storm I know. by Bob Dylan. I think it's too long, and I don't like 
the guitar chords necessarily. Um, but I, I do like Bob Dylan. I really don't dislike his voice. I just, I remember like it was yesterday us being in McCall and I was like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know that you knew who Bob Dylan was. And you were like, yeah, I didn't know that you knew who Bob Dylan was. And I was like, come on. I'm going with Industry Plant by Ian Dior. Okay. It's just, he's fucking, he's special. Like, he's like, I think you, didn't you think he was kind of like Juice? No. Or did you think he was kind of like Trippy? I, I don't I know. Said that Either way. To me, like sounds a little bit like trippy like he and i fucking i love trippy so like when i heard ian then i was just like oh this is dope it reminds me of trippy yeah okay i get it but yeah i um he definitely didn't he's not one of those like guys that like pioneered this genre that they're in whatever you call it i don't it's kind of hard to say but like you know, definitely some weird subgenre of hip hop. But I think he's so good at it. Just um, his voice is that perfect, like in between of being like he really sings and like lets you feel that he's like very emotional, but it sounds good still. And like some of those guys are just like really annoying. Yeah, I also think that like but... I don't like the bitchy bitchy attitude that comes with some of those artists or comes with the feeling of some of those songs, but I love Ian Dior. I think that he kills it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of also strings in that album. And I like that. Stay for a while. is one of my favorite songs. Fucking great song. Um, really good album altogether though. So that's, uh, that's about it. I figured out my last album. In a timely right. manner, are you proud? In a timely manner, I was going to say. <laughs> okay, so the last album that I think is a five is How to Be a Human Being by Glass Animals. Oh, wow. Is that the new one no. or no? Oh, yeah, I remember this. This is a great album. Such a great album. Like, I don't know. Just, I don't even know what kind of genre this would be put into. Kind of housey, EDM kind of alternative kind of, I guess acoustic -y? I don't need I don't I I literally have no idea but just so so amazing season yeah. two episode three such an amazing song yeah. pork soda That's so good that turned me on life itself amazing just amazing entire the I, entire uh, album I just love so much I think they're the only band that can get me to listen to that type of like their that type of beat at least they do it so well like the season two episode three beat is so borderline edm -y. it's so good and their his fucking voice is so cool it's so cool yeah i love him whoever the lead singer is what's his name Bailey? Wow, singer, songwriter, and producer Dave Bailey. Yeah. Cool. I just think that everything that they sing about, they put you in that headspace. 
they like describe it so perfectly that you can see it almost like a movie or like like watch it like a music video without even like watching the music video it reminds me of like reading a book but i'm not good at visualizing in my head like what i'm reading like having it play out like a movie type thing but every single one of these songs puts me in the headspace where i can like visualize everything that's happening if that makes sense yeah like i don't know just something that i've always wanted like craved doing with my lyrics is obviously creating emotions and then on top of that putting the listener into the exact like picture of what i'm talking about and i've never been able to do that this album does it absolutely perfectly and i just appreciate it yeah for sure some solid work from dave and the boys <laughs> was that his name did i just get dave it wrong? bailey dave bailey bailey and the boys the bait they could change their name if they wanted to the bailey boys although glass animals really make sense for some reason yeah just sounds cool like all their fucking music I need to the music be sounds a real fan glassy. Actually, yeah, it it truly does. Like that's It sounds like the shit's like bounce like you're in like a glass room and there's these weird noises bouncing off the glass and back into your head. I don't know. It's a really weird description, and but you know, it's kind of accurate. You know in old houses how they have that glass going out from the bathroom that warps it so you can't actually see what's happening in that bathroom you can just see like the silhouette oh in like the shower (laughs) either on like the shower door or it's like going from the inside of the bathroom to the outside like it warps the glass so all you can see is like the shapes of like whatever's on the inside yeah that's literally what their music reminds me yeah totally some like weird distorted shit yeah like a distorted reality i don't even know where you can like see the silhouettes of things but you're like wait what did he just say yeah totally you stop putting borders on music and like stop putting them in genres and like stop telling artists that this is like the way that a song should be composed or whatever that's when you get the gold that's when you get the money it's facts fucking that's why Kanye's so fucking great. It's when he pushed through from making, obviously, Graduation's one of the greatest albums ever, but he went from like making, like, you know, that's not like genre bending or anything. Then he made fucking, obviously, kind of transformed with the 808s and Heartbreaks, but then he made My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and Eases. And it's like, what the, like, holy shit, like, this dude's absolutely. Like changing shit. I thought you didn't really like Jesus. I don't. I. I, It's not like an album I go listen to, but like you know what I mean. Yeah. You respect it, nonetheless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's certain albums like that where I'm like, I know it's really fucking iconic and shit, but I just I don't go listen to the songs. That's fair. I go listen to My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I can tell you that much. That's got to be one of my most listened to albums. Okay, well, 
don't forget to check out that Spotify link that will be left down below. If not, then I'll just let you know what the playlist is called um, and what account it will fall under, whether it's yeah. Grant if or we... Ice, but... Yeah, we'll fucking... When we have the n- name of it, because we'll make it after this, but um, we'll definitely at least say at the beginning of next episode. Oh, facts. That's and it'll a good be, idea. It, it'll it'll be linked wherever we can put it. Yeah, we'll put it at the bottom of this one. All right. Well, I think that it's time that.